how to make better decisions in 2022. And that's what brought me into uh, you know, the idea of having this live event. And I want to thank you for, uh, for joining. I want to thank you for coming out uh, this, this evening with me or afternoon, uh, depending on where you're joining from. Um, I just want to say a few things that I believe will help you to make better decisions in 2022. Uh, and then I would, uh, I, I would maybe allow, I mean, I'll, I'll give myself the opportunity to just answer one or two questions before I finally sign off. Uh, so this is not gonna be a long one, maybe in the next 30 minutes, we'll wrap, we'll wrap this up. Um, I hope to be able to do more of stuff like this, uh, especially based on subjects that I believe will be a blessing to you. So making better decisions in 2022, I, I want you to, uh, let's start out by saying a few things about the importance of decision-making. Many people mm -hmm. don't know that where they are right now is based on the quality of the decisions that they have made in time past. That's what has resulted in where you are right now. You know, uh, it's just based on the quality of decisions you've made in, in time past. If, um, if you're not pulling your weight, maybe in your career right now, maybe it's just one or two decisions that you made in time past and you can make better decisions in 2022. If, you, if you're single and you'll be having turbulent relationships, you get into a relationship, it breaks down, and then you have to go into another relationship, slow down and take your decisions in a more careful and more guided manner. If you have failed in, 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 uh, in, in business, you know, uh, like uh, maybe uh, um, you, you started a, a small company or something and then it didn't go too well, and you're thinking of starting another one in this new year or go look for a job, then it's time for you to, to, to tell yourself, I have to make better decisions for things to work better as I start something else. Let me say a few things about decisions that you need uh, to be able to reckon with. Uh, first, you need to know that goals are not enough. Many people are going into 2022 with goals. And if you're part of uh, our church, the Elevation Church, maybe you have even prayed over your goals and all that. But you need to understand that uh, what powers our goals to reality is the quality of the decisions that we're making. That's what will power your goal to reality. Many people realize that they set goals, but they don't achieve those goals because they don't make the kind of decisions that can power their goal to reality. And it's important that you know that God wants you to make decisions, good quality decisions that can power your goal to reality. Uh, uh, your, your wildest dreams can come to pass if you choose to dream and dream right. But dreams are not enough. Visions are not enough. Execution is what brings things to life. And execution is based on the quality of the decisions that you are making. Yeah, that's what execution is based on. Uh, uh, somebody saying decision in this case meaning taking action, not just taking action, taking the right action. Uh, good decision is what powers your action. And when your action is wrong, your outcome will be wrong. But if you take good quality decisions, your, what you realize is that your, your, your actions will be right and you'll get the desired results. Now, let me say a few things about decisions. One, uh, you need to realize why you need to be careful about decisions that you're gonna be making this year. One is that you are not the only one impacted by your decisions uh, in life. If you're married, for instance, your decisions will impact your spouse, will impact your children if you have children. If you run a business, your decisions will impact on the people who work with you in your business. Uh, if you take a wrong decision in business, for instance, somebody may lose their job and just because you took a wrong decision. So that's one of the reasons why we need to slow down and uh, uh, be more careful about our decisions. Secondly, your decisions will determine the direction and quality of your life. Yeah, the, the quality of life that you have now has been based on the quality of the decisions that you have made so far. That's why we say that decisions determine destiny. So as you go into 2022, you want to be a little more careful about you know, making this, not just making flippant decisions. Um, uh, and it's also important to know that 
there are different uh, 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 parity levels when it comes to decisions. Some decisions, I mean, a decision about, oh, what should I wear this, this, you know, this evening to be able to join this live event? Okay, I decided to wear uh, a t-shirt. I could have worn, uh, you know, uh, uh, another kind of thing, maybe a Nigerian native or whatever. It's of no consequence to what I'm going to say. Uh, but when it comes to very, uh, some other kinds of decisions, it, it, it requires uh, more painstaking uh, thought you know, uh, about how you go about it. For instance, a decision on which job to take, a decision on, uh, on who to marry, a decision on where to live. We live in a time where people are making decisions on where to live. Uh, you know, uh, uh, migrating from one place to the other. Uh, some, I mean, a lot of people want to get, you know, residency in a different nation, a different city. Uh, you know, some people want to change jobs. Uh, all those things are very important decisions. They're not about what to eat tonight or what to eat this afternoon. You know, uh, th those are simple decisions. You can decide to have, you know, uh, you know, just 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 a bowl of rice or something uh, this afternoon or evening, whatever time it is where you are. It's inconsequential. Just make sure you're not eating poison. That's what, that's what is most important. But there are certain decisions that can make or mar destiny. And those are the decisions that we need to be extremely careful how we take them. So I've said that you are not the only one impacted by your decisions. Secondly, your decisions determine the quality and the direction of your life. Your response, the third thing I would say is that your response to other people's decisions is your decision. Yeah. And that's how we escape victim mindset. If you don't want to have a victim mindset, you need to tell yourself, I have power over my uh, response to other people's decision. Uh, when other people make, I mean, you don't want to be a victim of somebody else's confusion. So I, I, I counsel with people who are in relationship, maybe a dating relationship. The person you are dating is behaving like a knucklehead, making useless decisions. Uh, you, you don't want to be that kind of person who indulges other people's decision. You want to be the kind of person who make your own decision notwithstanding the, the kind of decision that the people that you are, are making. For instance, if you're dating someone, uh, even if you're married to someone, you need to make sure that their decisions don't completely rule your life. Where you have options in marriage, you make uh, a better quality decision than the person that you are with. Uh, some other times, uh, you're, you're just dating somebody and the person is behaving like a knucklehead, just making useless decisions. Uh, your, your decision, I mean, your, your response to other people's decision is your decision. So if somebody comes in right now and say, let's go uh, uh, to, to New York, let's go, you know, uh, let's go to London. And then, you know, your response to their decision is your decision. Uh, in the journey of life, you cannot blame people for the outcome of your own life. Uh, such excuses don't hold water when uh, when, 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 you know, push comes to show, you, you need to understand that I am the one in charge of my life. I make decisions when other people that are connected to me are making decisions. My responsibility is to be able to gauge their decision to see uh, whether I align or not. So your, your, your response to other people's decision is your decision. It's your decision. It's not their decision. It's still your decision. They have made up your mind. Uh, if you want to escape, like I said, a victim mindset, then you need to understand that your ability to respond is your superpower. That's your superpower. Your ability to respond is your superpower. That's your superpower. I say it again. Your ability to respond to other people's decision is your superpower. Even your boss's decision, you can escape uh, the consequence of it, if you make your own decision outside of that decision, let me give you an example. You can make a decision to sack your boss, which is that you resign, but it's based on uh, what you are making out of the decisions that that person is making. If you know that the decision that this person is making will hurt me, hurt my destiny, the earlier you escape, uh, which is that you're not just going along, not just going along, uh, the earlier you make your own decision, the better and flow uh, with the right decision that can land you at the right place. Um, let me add something uh, um, uh, uh, to it. To, uh, another thing I want to add is that to make better decisions, you must manage your emotions. Now, this is this is this is huge. This is big. Yeah, this is big. Uh, this is big. 
if you if you listen to me, this is big. To make quality decisions, you must manage your emotions. You must manage your emotions. It's important that you understand that emotional management is a key factor in decision management. People want to make decisions based on their emotions. Not many decisions in life can be driven by emotions. For instance, you don't make a marital decision only based on your emotions. When you get into your marriage, your eyes will clear. And when your eyes clear, you realize that emotions have disappeared. Your emotions can be very fleeting. You feel hyped up, you know, vibed up about something today. You can wake up tomorrow and you don't feel like that again. If the only reason why you made that decision is just because of how you feel, uh, you may start to live in regret after that time. Yeah. I mean, I can decide emotionally what I want to wear to work tomorrow, you know, but there are some other kind, good quality decisions, very pivotal decisions that cannot be powered by your emotions. So to make better decisions, you must manage your emotions. You must manage your emotions. You must tell yourself, I am not my emotion. My emotion is just my feeling, how I feel about something. And I'm not a feeling. I'm a full personality. My feeling is just part of these it's just a component of who I am. That is not the real me. The real me needs to engage both logical, rational sense of my, my brain, side of my brain, and the emotional side of, side of my brain, putting everything together for me to be able to make good quality decisions. Uh, you know, the real me, the whole me, have, have the rational and uh, the emotional part, and then I'm also a spirit. So I need to be able to say, look, this is what God is telling me. I need to be able to say, uh, this is what my rational, logical sense is telling me. And this is what uh, 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 I can get from other people as well, uh, you know. And that leads me uh, to, to, to the next thing that I wanted to talk about. You know, when you realize that it's, it's not just about your emotions, uh, you're not just an emotional package as a human being. You are a spirit. You have a soul where your emotion is and you live in a body. And uh, the fact that you have a physical representation here on earth connects you with other people, people who can advise you, people who can talk, speak into your life. Uh, so you, 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 don't, you have to manage your emotion. You have to balance it out with logic. You have to balance it out with, look, what, what, what if you're a Christian, for instance, what does the Bible say about this? So despite how I feel about it, I want to get, uh, a more substantive opinion, an opinion that has already been, been tried and tested. You know, uh, whatever has been proven to be right, you can repurpose it in your life. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You, we repurpose the proven, we don't reinvent the wheel. If something has been proven to work, then you repurpose it for yourself, notwithstanding how you feel about it. Uh, let me give you an example of what I'm saying. If you uh, if snow is falling where you are right now and you have to go to work tomorrow and um, uh, snow is falling and it's not that terrible and they have not shut down the city, you don't feel like going to work, but you have to go to work. If you live, you know, in the tropics, you know, here in Africa, like I live in Lagos, if you, if you, uh, if, it's, if it's raining tomorrow morning, um, so far the city has not been, you know, taken over by, by a storm or, uh, or, or, or flood and people are still going out, you are expected to go to work though you don't feel like going to work. So if you don't rule your life with decisions on how money comes to you only by emotion, then the most important decisions of your life as well as per uh, what, what work should I take? Uh, who should I marry? Um, you know, what business should I start? It should not be ruled by just your emotion. That's why we do a business plan when we want to start a business. For instance, if I want to go into uh, a restaurant business and I love, uh, like many people in my part of the world, I love jollof rice. And I say, it's jollof rice I'm going to cook. If most of the people that live around where I am or that will patronize my business don't like jollof rice, I'm the one that will be eating my jollof rice myself because I made a decision on how I'm, that business, what I'm going to sell based on what I like. Uh, you don't sell what you like, you sell what people want because you are not the one that will buy it. So when people sell what they like, 
They're making simply emotional decisions. So I'm saying to make better decisions, you must manage your emotions. And that takes me to the next thing. To make better decisions in 2022, uh, uh, you must realize that good decisions, I mean, sorry, good questions lead to good decisions. Yeah, good questions lead to good decisions. What kind of questions are you asking this time? As you're coming to a new year, what kind of questions are you asking? Because the quality of your questions will determine the quality of your uh, decisions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, many people ask questions that will not lead to good quality decisions. You want to, to, to get married, for instance, and you're asking the question, is a person rich? As, as, as good as that question sounds, if that's the only question you are going to ask, you may make a wrong decision in marriage if it's just premised on, is the person rich? Yeah, is the person rich? What about, is the person responsible? Yeah. What about, is the person loving? What about, you know, does the person have a track record of character? The quality of question that you ask is what determines the quality of the decisions that you will make eventually. Yeah, that's what determines the quality of uh, you know decision that you will make eventually. Uh, somebody's asking me the question on Instagram: Which book am I preaching from? I'm not preaching from a book. I'm preaching from my my iPad. It's just things I've written down. <laughs> I don't have a book on this topic yet. Maybe sometimes in the future. All right. So, uh, um, uh, so the quality of the questions that you are asking is what will determine the quality of the answers that you get, or, or, or the quality of the decisions, the eventual decisions that you will make. Many people ask the wrong questions, and so their questions power their. Their, their, their decisions and they make the wrong decisions, all right? Uh, so I, I just love to take a moment before I continue. I want you uh, to please share, you know, uh, invite others to this live session. Now, this is not gonna be long, like I said, maybe another 20 minutes, but I, I don't want you to, uh, to just enjoy this alone. If you can share, if you can just send a friend uh, WhatsApp and tell them to get on Instagram or get on my YouTube page. I'm live on Instagram and I'm live on YouTube. Godman Akinla be official on YouTube. You can also join me there right now or, or, or you can tell your friends to also uh, watch this on YouTube um, and also uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, even if you're watching this on Instagram and I know maybe you follow me on Instagram, I want you to also subscribe to my YouTube channel. I want to do a lot more on YouTube and create more content on YouTube. And this is just a tip of the iceberg. So if you're enjoying this, obviously there'll be much more to enjoy as we go into this new year. Uh, and that's why you need to subscribe to my YouTube channel. So even if you're not watching on YouTube, I want you to go later to YouTube and look for Godman Akalabi official and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you're watching on YouTube, please share it and ask somebody uh, to, to, to join the conversation. And also I want you to prepare your questions I'll take about 10 minutes of our time together to answer questions. I'll take a few minutes to answer questions, all right? So I was saying that good questions lead to good decisions. You know, uh, the, 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 the book of wisdom in the Bible, the book of Proverbs, it says um, uh, in Proverbs 20 and verse 5, in the New Living Translation, said, though good advice lies deep within a heart, a person of understanding will draw it out. So one translation says, counsel in the heart of a man is like deep waters. A man of understanding will draw it out. It's questions that we use to draw out counsel. If you stand in the presence of greatness today, what kind of question will you ask? Yeah, if you work with a conglomerate and you said the, the, the global CEO of your conglomerate, you know, uh, is, is, is giving you uh, 10 minutes attention and you can meet with the global CEO of your conglomerate, where you work, maybe you work with a multinational, when you sit in front of that person and you have 10 minutes, what kind of questions will you ask? Yeah, what kind of questions will you be asking? That's what I'm talking about. What kind of questions will you ask? Are you going to ask, when are you going to increase my salary? Are you going to ask, uh, uh, what, what, what are the most important decisions you have made to become the CEO of a global organization? And if the person is the CEO and founder, you know, you, you ask questions 
especially if you have a vision to also found something uh, that you know to start a business that will become global. Then when you meet with a global legend like that, somebody who has started a, a global phenomenon, what you do is to ask them questions that can aid your decision. You see, the most important gift that anybody can give to you in life is when they do something to capacitate you to make better decisions in your life. I say to parents a lot of the time, one of the best gifts we can give our children is to give them the ability to make good decisions on their own, not to try to make all the decisions for them. And some of us, the way we are today, I'm struggling a bit with decision making because most of our most important decisions, our parents wanted to make them for us or they made everything for us. Yeah, so parents who try to make decisions for their children as to who to marry, which job to take. Those are not parental decisions. Those are your personal decisions. So if you, if you have kids and you're listening to me, please help them on decision-making early in life so that they know how to make decisions for themselves. And you don't have to, because you are not going to spend eternity with them or spend all the time in the world with them. And as they go into adulthood, they have to be able to make their own decisions. And that's why it's important that you, uh, from, from the beginning, uh, as we start to raise them, give them that opportunity to make their own decisions. What do you, how do you want to do this? What do you want to do about this? Let them say it out. I will do this. I will, how do you want to do your own work? Yeah. Oh, I'll do this, I'll do that, and then I'll check something on the internet and then, okay, go ahead and do it. Because it's that, and if it's shown somehow, then next time you tell them, look, this is what you can do uh, to, to, to better your decision or more effectiveness. Now, can I ask this question? What are the predominant questions on your mind as you have come into 2022? Especially around the goals that you have set for yourself for this year. What are the predominant questions of your mind? If you are not asking the right questions, you won't be able to bring out uh, a counsel in the heart of people that God will send to you. What type of questions are you asking? Who are you asking those questions? Those are the important uh, uh, things that you need to consider. What kind of questions are you asking and who are you asking? You'll make better decisions in life when you ask the right questions and you ask the right people. You can't be asking somebody who is making a mess of their marriage how to live better with your own spouse. You should ask somebody who is pulling their weight, who is, you know, who is, who's been making good decisions and you are seeing the fruit of their decision. So somebody is asking me uh, on Instagram, how can we make decisions for direction? For instance, relocating from one country to another. How, how are you certain you are making you're not making the wrong decision. One of the ways, for instance, from what I'm saying is uh, by asking people who have done that before. Many people, for instance, from Nigeria want to relocate to Canada, but you're not talking to people in Canada <laughs> to say, look, what are you going through? What, what has been your experience? Yeah, uh, and you need to put that side by side, your own personal vision and personal dream. Yeah, and a lot of the time, even the internet is replete with all kinds of, uh, uh, unsolicited answers that people are giving. If you go on YouTube now, you say uh, uh, experience of people have relocated to Canada, you see all kinds of things. Or people are relocated from, from, from Europe to America, you see all kinds of things. Yeah. People who have moved from one region of the world. If you need experience of people, you know, who, who for instance, have, 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 have worked in the UAE, in Dubai, they will tell you. How easy it is to get a work permit? What's life like there? If you're not asking those questions and you just desire, you make a decision, I want to relocate to Dubai, I want to relocate to this part of the world, uh, you, you will be taking steps in ignorance. It's like taking steps in the dark. You need to power your, your, your actions with good quality decisions, power the vision that you have with good quality decisions. And one of the ways you get Better quality decisions is the quality of the answers that you are asking, I mean, questions that you're asking and the type of people that you're asking those questions. If you ask the right question and you ask the right person, you will find out that the quality of your decisions will be way better than the kind of decisions that you're making right now, all right? Um, so people ask uh, you know, silly questions like, I, I, will I enjoy this? Yeah. Uh, many things in life is not just based on whether you enjoy it. 
writing an exam, going for another, pro, I mean, a professional degree or professional uh, uh, course, is the question, it should not be, will it be easy? It will not be easy. The question will be, if I get this professional qualification, how much more can I earn? What kind of pedigree will I have? That's the right kind of question. Because when you have a vision of the kind of pedigree that it will give you, then it motivates you to want to do more. Yeah, you know, it, it motivates you to want to do more, all right? Uh, so for people who are asking me question on Instagram, please hold it a bit. I will, uh, I will be able to answer some of those questions after now. Let me just finish through with my thoughts. Uh, in the next five minutes, I'll finish through with my thought and I will be able to take some, some questions, you know, after now. So uh, questions like, will it hurt me? Yeah, uh, sometimes some things, or will it be painful? Some things can be painful, but not every pain is bad. I mean, if somebody, for instance, wants to have a child and you're going to have to get pregnant and then you're going to have to carry the pregnancy, just like somebody wants to bat a new business. The question to ask is not whether the process is going to be smooth and easy. Anything that is easy uh, may not deliver on promise. So if you, if you want to have a child, the pain of batting is a good pain. Pain of batting a child is a good pain. So if your question is only premise on, will it be painful? You may not be making the right decision because everybody will tell you to be painful and then you may run away from it. I'm just using that simple analogy, simple example. When people ask the wrong questions, Ask the right questions. Yeah, the right questions. And it will power uh, your, your dream. It will power your dream. It will power your dream. Today's decision may rob you of something in the future if it's a wrong decision. If it's a wrong decision. If you read the Bible, for instance, there are critical people in the Bible who, make wrong, who made wrong decisions. The prodigal son. Yeah, the prodigal son. That's why it's called prodigal. It was, it was wasteful. He made the wrong decision. Uh, uh, well, he made the right decision uh, but uh, prematurely, which is to ask for his inheritance. So a right decision that is premature can also become a wrong decision. That's, that's one lesson from the prodigal son, for instance. Ask his, his father, give me my inheritance, but he didn't have the strength of character to manage the inheritance. So some, some decisions that you, are, you want to make right now is not for this season. You need, to, you need to be sure that this decision is for this season. Yeah, some people who want to relocate, there's a time to relocate, there's a time not to relocate. Yeah, uh, there, there's a time uh, to, 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 you know, uh, to change jobs. There's a good time to change jobs. There may be a bad time to change jobs. So you need to be, to be mindful of, of timing when it comes to decision making. The prodigal son uh, did the right thing by asking for his inheritance, but he did at the wrong time. He had not spent enough time with his father to develop a sense of, you know, uh, a sense of responsibility and strength of character enough to be able to maximize the inheritance that he was asking for. But he jumped into it anyway. He asked for his own inheritance, but he landed him into trouble. So you need uh, to, to, to have, you know, to, to develop strength of character to be able to move to take certain decisions. Yeah. If you don't want to make your life miserable and the life of other people around you miserable. Another person in the Bible that made a very bad decision happened to be Esau, the brother of Jacob. Yeah. The one who came out first, the big brother, I mean, the, 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 the twin brother of Jacob. Uh, and his own decision uh, was based on, you know, emotions. Like I said before, emotion of, or, or feeling or, or, or Hunger was only premised on hunger. But one, one of the greatest uh, uh, thing that powers wrong decision for people is to underestimate important things. Yeah. Uh, Esau felt like, what is bad right to me? It's something that is important in the future, but it's not important now. Yeah. Many people think they can undo what they are doing wrong before the future comes. But what we don't know is that the future and the present and the past that intricately connected, especially the future and the present, uh, because whatever you get out of the future is what you are making of the present. Yeah. Esau's decision was premised only on the hunger of the present. He forfeited a more beautiful future, leading with the promise of the inheritance of his father, just because of what is happening right now. Yeah. Somebody who is listening to me right now. Don't jump out of a job 
just because of the promise of an increase of $200, $500. Ask yourself, what is the trajectory that I need to be looking at? I cannot mortgage the future. Uh, there are some people who, who, who lack the ability to delay gratification. You know that this decision may be to jump ship or get into another relationship or get into uh, uh, another job is only premised on the, the respite of the moment. You know, if you stay where you are, there's a future promise that is greater than where you are. But many people will make decisions not based on a future promise, but a, 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 a current reality or a current uh, 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 respite that they, they want to get. Don't make decisions based on current respite. Make decisions based on future reality. Yeah. Uh, for a young person listening to me right now, uh, if you make a decision to buy a car right now, rather than you know, paying uh, school uh, uh, for a course or for your master's degree, you, 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 you are doing self-gratification in the moment that I also own a car or something like that. But if you don't go back to school, in five years' time, you're still going to be a first degree holder. There's some levels on your career path that you may not be able to step into. That's why you need to tell yourself, I need to delay gratification. I'm not going to be like this. Anybody that underestimates the, the future reality based on current reality is, uh, is, belongs to the Esau tribe. <laughs> if you want to make this biblical, belongs to the Esau tribe. And the Esau tribe always land in regret, regret, regret. Because when uh, it was time for Isaac to die and he wanted to bless the firstborn, Esau had already sold his birthright. Uh, let me wrap this all up. Let me wrap it up. Uh, by just giving you a few questions that you should ask, since we're talking about the quality of the questions that we ask, a few questions that you should ask. One is what I call the integrity question. The integrity question. Am I being honest with myself with this decision that I want to make? Am I being honest with myself? Yeah. Am I truly, fully honest with myself with this decision that I'm about to make? You know, this honesty erodes credibility. Yeah. Dishonesty erodes credibility. Uh, if you are not honest with yourself, with the decision that you are about to make, you know, sometimes some people will say, when we get to the bridge, we'll cross it. I agree. Sometimes it's easy to cross the bridge when you get to the bridge. But for some of that uh, situations, you need to cross the T and dot the high. Yeah. That's why when you pitch for fun, for business, they don't tell you when you get to the bridge, you will cross it. They want you to be honest with yourself. If this business idea is not going to work, it's not going to work. Nobody's going to put money into it. Founders don't say when we get to the bridge, we will cross it. Yeah. They tell you, let us know how this business is going to be sustainable. Let us know that you have the capacity to manage this business. Let us know, you know, uh, that, that you know what you are doing. Be honest with yourself, Mr. Man or Madam. Tell us, you know, what you're going to do right. Tell us why we should put our money uh, 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 you know, and our resources into this business. But you know, when you're talking to your family members, your uncles and aunties, people who make emotional decisions with you, they may not be sure that the business will work, but they will still put money there. I tell people, when you're looking for funds, it's good to start with family and friends, but also sit with people that will tell you the truth. They want to see your visibility plan. They want to see your business plan. They want you to show credibility. They want you to show that you have the capacity to manage the funds that they will put in your hands. Yeah. Uh, some of them are, are rich enough to lose the money, but the repercussion on you will, will, will not be easy. That's why some people uh, have not been able to fulfill their dreams because they're heavily indebted. And you can avoid unnecessary indebtedness if you will tell yourself the truth, if you answer the integrity question. Am I being honest with myself? Am I being honest with myself that this thing that I want to do is the right thing or will pan out well? Am I taking a big gamble? Yeah. Or am I just being honest with myself? It's very important that you ask that question. You know, we said the quality of the question you are asking and the type of people that you're asking the question what will determine how qualitative your decision will be. And the quality of your decision will determine the quality of your life. Second question is, uh, what I call the consecration question. Whether you are a Christian or not, is a question that you need to ask. Is this the will of God for me? 
So far you believe there's a God who orchestrates everything, then you need to be able to ask the consecration question, which is, this decision I'm about to make, does it align with the will of God for me? Is this something that God, if God were to be standing or sitting in front of me, you will sign off on it easily? Yeah, that, that's, that's the question that you, you need to be able to ask, ask yourself. Will God sign off on this? Yeah, will he sign off on this? Will God sign off on this? It's very important. You need to be able to ask yourself that, that question. It's a consecration question. Is this the will of God for me? Uh, is this the will of God for me? And the time will not permit me today to answer, to speak a little more to that, which is how do you know the will of God? For instance, the word of God is the will of God. Yeah. The word of God is the will of God. In simple terms, whatever is not aligning with the word of God is not the will of God. If you're going to cut corners to get something, if you ask, answer the consecration question or the integrity question, you, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy for you to say, no, this, this decision is not it. Yeah, yeah. Lamedia on Instagram says, will my decision glorify God? Yes, that, that's, that's another way to put it. Is this the will of God for me or will my decision glorify God? It's, 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 it's important that you are able to, to, you know, to, to say that. Um, it, it's important that you're able to figure that out. Very, very important. The integrity question, the consecration question, also the love question. That's the third one, the love question. Will this decision hurt anyone? Will it hurt anyone? Will this decision hurt anyone? Yeah, very important. Many people don't ask the love question. And truth is that you don't even have to be a believer uh, or a Christian to be able to answer the love question. Many of the businesses, big businesses that are thriving in the world today, they, they are ethical businesses who, do, uh, uh, who set up their business in a way that it will not hurt uh, our climate, it will not hurt uh, people in the city, it will, they don't do you know, child labor, they don't do all those kind of things. And sometimes people overlook things, how my decision affects other people. If you are married, you need to, to be able to say, will my decision hurt my spouse? Yeah, will my decision hurt my partner? If you are, have a partnership in business, for instance, this decision I'm about to make will it hurt my partner. This decision I'm about to make, will it hurt my children? If you have children, yeah. Will, will it hurt other people around me? Can I really be able to say that uh, this decision uh, um, is made out of uh, you know, love and consideration for other people? And I'm not just making a decision only to suit myself. Very, very important. Now, let me balance that out. Sometimes you make a decision that you know may hurt people, for instance, you want to shut down a business and you have staff who work in that business because you feel that you should move to another business. When you ask the love question, one of the things that it will do to you is not that it will stop you from making a decision to shut down that business, is that it will now tell you that, look, the people that you will lay off from here, how many of them can you absorb into the new business? How many of them can you pay off so that you can have some respite before you get another job? How many of them you know, can, can you also help to get another job if you are in the position to help them? And the communication will also be in such a way that they know that you, you didn't set out to hurt them. It's just a decision that needs to be made. Yeah. And, you know, what that does is that it forces you to communicate better. It forces you to communicate better when you choose to, you know, ask the right question. It forces you to communicate better when you ask the question, will my decision hurt somebody? Uh, uh, so you then need to be able to communicate with people that it will hurt. We call it managing the excluded. When you know that your decision will hurt some people, they are in the excluded. They're not the people that will benefit from your decision. You need to be able to manage the excluded. Yeah, in that decision-making pattern, you need to manage the excluded. You just don't do things to please yourself. You do things uh, not to please everybody, but the people who are displeased or who may be displeased or who are going to be displeased. If you want to be a loving person, you ask yourself the question, how can I manage uh, uh, these excluded people, the people who will not benefit from my decision? What else can we do? A, a lot of the time, a conflict arises in 
in relationship, in married relationships, when one person makes decision without consideration for the spouse. You see that there will be a struggle in that relationship. That's when they say somebody is selfish. Are your decisions selfish? Yeah, you know, uh, are your decisions selfish? Uh, if you want to make good quality decisions, make sure that they're not premised only on your preference. Uh, consider how it will affect other people who are connected with you on, 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 you know, on the family level, on the work level, and all that. Uh, the, the, the last one is the priority question. How important is this matter? How important is this matter? You know, we said the quality of the question you are asking determines the quality of decision you will make. When you want to make a decision, you need to ask the priority question. How important is this decision? If it's a decision that is important, it means I need to seek more counsel. I may need to read more you know, on it. I need to study more. I need to research. I need to dig in more. You don't make a decision to relocate capriciously. You need to dig into things. You need to ask people questions who, are, who have already passed through it. You don't make a decision to start a business capriciously. You need to do a research. You need to write a business plan. That's the only way you can get people's attention when they see the quality of preparation that has gone into what you want to do. If you sit in front of somebody who can fund your business and they think you're just faffing, you don't have the full details of what you want to do, you realize that you struggle despite, despite you know, prayers. Uh, sometimes people pray for favor and they still get into trouble because favor must make good preparation in you. When you pray for God to favor you and God favors you and you don't do your part, so after you have prayed for favor, also pray, Lord, give me capacity for my opportunities. Yeah, so that uh, uh, this opportunity will not lead to, you know, to a, instead of leading to a breakthrough, will not lead to a breakdown. And it happens when people don't prioritize, when you don't ask the priority question, how important is this matter? And if this is very important, then I need uh, to do a lot more. I, I, I can't just be capricious about this decision making, I need to research. I need to ask more questions. I need to, you know, I need to do, uh, I need to think more about it. I need to pray more about it. Uh, uh, I, I, I need to do uh, more consultation about it before I can land this decision. So don't just land any decision anyhow. Uh, like I said before, decision, um, whether, whether I should wear this, this shirt for this live event or wear something else, it's a very simple decision, yeah. Uh, but the decision, or, or you know, on the, uh, who I'll marry, the decision on where I will work, which kind of vocation I'll take, uh, what's next on my career path, those are decisions that take much more work and introspection and thinking and prayers before we leap, we take a leap on such decisions. All right. So uh, I would. I would just want to stop here so that uh, my last 10 minutes with you, I can answer questions. So right now, let's take some questions. Let's take some questions. So if you're on YouTube, you can write your questions in comment. If you are on Instagram, you can write your questions in comment. I'll take a few questions and we'll wrap this up and I'll let you know the next time that I'll be coming live and what I'll be discussing when I come live. Uh, please don't forget, if you're watching this on YouTube, Please subscribe to my channel, Godman Akinabi Official. If you're on Instagram, you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, there'll be many more content that will be posted on YouTube. You know, it's not as easy to post content, uh, especially uh, long video content on Instagram, like we have it on YouTube. So YouTube, my YouTube page is my, my, my bank, you know, for, for resources. Uh, so Godman Akinabi Official on YouTube, you can just subscribe and put your notifications so that when I post, you will be able to see it. Some content will be live, some content will be recorded. So if you want my recorded content, then you, should, you need to go on my YouTube page and subscribe to Godman Akinabi Official. So let, let, let's bring it on. If you have questions, uh, please bring them on. If you're on YouTube, please get in comments and, and send in your questions. If you're on, on Instagram, I also want to take your, your questions in, in comment right now. All right. Uh, uh, is this a question? Somebody says, for instance, it's a closed door on a decision made after, after all of what you have explained, uh, mean it is not God, it's not God's will. 
do you continue to press on? Um, yeah, after everything that I've explained, uh, sometimes a closed door is, is, is a redirection. Yeah, a closed door is not a no, it's a redirection. Either to wait a little bit more, sometimes a closed door is a signal to wait a little bit more. Uh, I, uh, let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. There's one of my prodigies who wanted to go abroad. I think this was two years ago. He did everything, paid for the school, did everything, everything that needs to be done, but it didn't pan out. But this year or late last year, it, it got something better in a different country. So that closed door was a redirection. It's not that, uh, it's not expressly the will of God for him to relocate. It was just that uh, maybe it wasn't supposed to go to the particular place that he wanted to go at that time. All right, so closed door can be a redirection. Um, I'm still expecting uh, questions, questions, questions. Thank you on Instagram. Thank you for, um, for uh, many people are saying thank you. I'm saying thank you too for coming out uh, to be a part of this, this live event on YouTube as well. Thank you for coming out to be a part of the live event. I see you, Anwar Kolai, I see Adira Bimi. I see you on, on, on YouTube. I see you on YouTube. Uh, amen. I can't I see you on YouTube. All right. So I want you to to uh, to, to let, let me let me have your 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 questions. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, on Instagram, uh, will I be making a good decision if I open my business uh, operations to a potential competition? Um, it's it's um it's important that you weigh it very well uh, before you before you do that. And how do I mean? It's that uh, opening up your business operations to your competition, uh, if it depends on the kind of person you are dealing with. Yeah. If you are dealing with somebody that's heavily insecure and is not willing to collaborate with you, because a competitor can become a collaborator if you have the same kind of you know, sense or spirit. So if it's not that kind of a person, an insecure person who does not have the best interest of, of your own business as, at heart, and it's just about him or her, then you don't open up your, your operations to such people. But if it's somebody that's a competition that wants to become a collaborator, then you can choose to open up uh, to them. So you said, uh, today said, you said anything that is easy may not deliver on promise. Can you clarify this in the context that God gives simple instructions most time? Now, I say that in the context of easy in the context of uh, people that don't want to experience any pain or any rigor or any hard work. That's what I mean. Uh, not that uh, every, I mean, not that if something is easy, it's not of God or it won't always deliver a promise, no. But when somebody has uh, the mindset that I don't want to exact myself, uh, I don't want to go through any pain, I just want things to work out. That's what I'm saying. Because sometimes thinking through a process and praying to a process can be a rigorous affair. Yeah. And if you circumvent that, it may not deliver on promise. That's what I mean. So you need to be able to, you need to be willing to pay the price. That's what I'm trying to say. You need to be willing to pay the price. If you're not willing to pay the price, uh, you, you may not get the promise. Yeah. Um, okay. On, um, uh, on, on YouTube, uh, something says, or King James, King James on YouTube says, how do I make a choice when you have two or more seemingly good options? When you have two or more seemingly good options, uh, you are dealing with a good problem. Uh, the, at that point, you can ask the questions that, um, that, that, that I spoke about earlier, which is, you know, integrity question, am I truthful to myself? Or uh, if you're a Christian, for instance, if I ask the question, will, you, will this glorify God? Because if you're a Christian, uh, born again Christian, you have made a choice to live your life for God. So it, it, will, this, will this glorify God, you know, and stuff like that. Outside of that, um, you, 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 you can pick any good option um, from what you have. Um, also, uh, Samson John says, what if the decision I'm about to make is about a hurting situation? Should I say consider not hurting anyone when I'm hurting? Yeah, uh, I didn't say you should not hurt anyone. I'm saying that try not to hurt people. And when people are going to be hurt by your decision, find a way to manage them in love. Yeah, in some situations in life, 
you have to take brutal decisions. But even at that, you take it in love. You take it, uh, let me give you an example, a biblical example also. When Jonah got into the boat, instead of going to, uh, to Nineveh, he went to Tarshish. The people that were in the boat with him were becoming too emotional in their capacity to make a decision to throw Jonah out. When they prayed and they realized they casted lot and it fell on Jonah, even Jonah said, throw me out. If you throw me out, you'll have peace in this boat. Uh, they were saying, oh, we don't want to hurt anybody. We don't want to kill you. God has a plan for Jonah. A whale was already waiting for Jonah. They thought if they threw him out, he was going to die. He wasn't going to die. Sometimes when you let people go from your business, when you, you know, when you work out on your relationship, God has a way of taking care of the person. Your ex will not die because it's your ex. Your ex will move on into greater things in life. Jonah eventually made it right with God. Uh, the whale carried him, whatever the whale represents, uh, but took him to safety. So uh, don't overtake responsibility for people uh, or people's confusion. So I'm not saying that don't, don't hurt anybody. In the eyes of the people in the boat with Jonah, they were hurting him when they threw him into the water, but they were actually releasing him into his destiny. When you walk out from an abusive relationship, the other person may be hurt. That's why the fact that they are the ones abusing you. But if you don't step out, you will not fulfill your own destiny and you, you, you will not move forward in life. So uh, uh, that's what I'll say about that. Uh, so if you're, if something uh, like uh, Samson is saying, uh, uh, if you have to take a decisive step to step out of that hurt, even if somebody else is going to be hurt, all you need is to explain what is going on. God will sort all of us out. Um, also, Bright, uh, Bright says, uh, what's the best, that's YouTube, Bright says, what's the best way to handle procrastination uh, that is covered in indecisiveness? The best way to handle procrastination that is covered in indecisiveness is to find an accountability partner. Hold yourself accountable. If you want to overcome procrastination, you have to hold, find somebody that will hold you accountable. Yeah, find somebody that will hold you accountable. Somebody that will, uh, will prod you on. Uh, you can even say, look, these are the things I, I know I need to do. I need you to watch over me to be able to do them. When I don't do them, uh, make sure that this punitive measure or something like that, or may find me, you know, you have to push yourself. The same way we push our children, uh, if you've been in, in parenting, uh, I parent two teenagers, where you say, look, if you don't do this, you're going to lose this right. You're going to lose this. You're going to lose that. Sometimes we need to put ourselves in that space. And that's what a good organization will also do to you. If you don't deliver on your promise, you won't get your bonus. Some people, for the fear of losing their bonus, that's why they deal with procrastination. I say, I need to get this thing done. I need to get this thing done. I need to get, when you work for yourself, you don't have that privilege. You need to put yourself in such an accountability structure as if you work for somebody else and let them hold you accountable. Then you'll make uh, stronger decisions quickly. Um, all right. Uh, let me take just one or two more from Instagram and then we're going to call it a day. Uh, okay. Uh, Funky on Instagram says, how do you undo a situation where you seek God for direction? and no answer is forthcoming. It seems God is quiet on it. It's a marital-related issue where the husband is misbehaving. Um, sometimes uh, God may not be talking in a situation and it's because God has a better plan maybe than what you are asking. Yeah, where maybe he wants to develop patience in you or he just wants to give you grace to bear the situation so you can get stronger. Um, uh, I mean, I remember many years ago, my wife was working at a particular organization. Our boss was, uh, was very, very unreasonable, borderline wicked, you know, and she would come home and almost like cry on my neck. Uh, you need to get me another job and all that. We tried, but we didn't get another job. And I didn't even feel that God wanted her to, to leave that job. Uh, one year passed, the organization uh, released that person, sacked the person to, to go. Yeah. And then another boss came that was very a great boss and all that they did they were growing together and doing great stuff together in that organization the moral of the story is this sometimes god will want you to experience something experience a boss that is bad experience a situation so that uh, when the good one comes you will appreciate it better yeah and then you 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 will have received grace uh, to know how to persevere in the 
face of unpleasant situations. Uh, but I want to encourage you to keep praying and doing right. The Bible says we should not be weary in well-doing for we will reap if we do not faint. Somebody says, I tried, uh, uh, I tried for four years to get a job, but was always rejected. Then decided to do business and facing difficulty on selling. Should I give on, give up on it or try something else? I want to encourage you not to give up on, uh, on, on the business. If you're facing difficulty with selling, you, need, you may need to go for sales training, uh, how to market better and how to gain knowledge of what you are selling. Uh, but you can't uh, be running all the time. Uh, you, get, you couldn't get a job, started a business. Uh, it takes a lot for a seed to grow from the ground. A new business like a seed in the ground. You need to water it. You need to water it with your sweat. You need to water it sometimes with your tears uh, for you to see it grow. It's not going to be easy, so you can't keep running. I want to encourage you to stay with it and, and, and do your best with it and see that uh, God will, will bring your dream to pass. So uh, let me take this final question and I'll make it a day. Um, uh, 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 this is just one hour I have today to be able to do this. And I will let you know when my next live event will be. If you uh, subscribe to my YouTube page, like I said, you'll get more content there. And on Instagram, I will always post about when my next live event will be. Somebody says, I have a job which is not fulfilling at the moment, but having a, a relocation plan, how do I know I'm in God's will? All I will say to you is that don't make your relocation plan a reaction to a bad job or an unfulfilling job where you are. Make it a revelation or a conviction. Be convinced that that's what is next for you. Don't make it, you know, in, in life, people make decisions either as a reaction or based on your revelation. If you're a Christian, for instance, your decisions are supposed to be based on, your most important decisions like, like relocation should be based on revelation, not reaction. Somebody should not have enough power over you, a job, an individual should not have enough power over you to send you an exile. When you make a decision based on somebody's after me here, or somebody is not, uh, uh, my boss is wicked, or this job is not okay, if that's the only reason why you're, making that decision, then it's the job or the organization that is sending you an exam. You need to make a decision based on conviction, that you are convinced in your heart, that you have peace about it, that you are prayed about it, and you know that this is what is next for you, not just a reaction to what is not working. Yeah, not just a reaction to what is not working. So uh, this is the much I'll be able to take. Uh, it's already past 8 p.m. where I am. I'm up to some other things this evening, and I just, felt like, uh, you know, spending this time with you. Uh, maybe another time, uh, Saturday evening or Sunday evening or an evening during the week, I'll let you know what I'll be discussing. I'll come on live again on YouTube and on Instagram. And uh, it will always be a pleasure uh, to have you join me. If you're on YouTube, please subscribe to my YouTube page. If you are or on, on, uh, on, on Instagram, uh, please, if you're not following me, follow. If you're following, then also get on YouTube and subscribe uh, to my YouTube channel so that you can uh, have a notification when my recorded content uh, is being posted online, um, all right? And you can also uh, visit uh, uh, the, the link uh, uh, bit.ly forward slash Godman Live, Godman Live Room to be a part of my community, bit.ly forward slash Godman live room to be a part of my community. I pray that your decisions will be accurate this year, uh, that God will help you make better decisions uh, in, in the name of Jesus, that the grace to overcome discouragement, you will overcome discouragement, you will overcome setbacks. Your decisions will power your dreams alive uh, in the name of Jesus. God's grace will continue to abound towards you uh, in the name of Jesus. I know people don't, you don't mind prayers and the pastor, I love to pray. And that's why I'm speaking a blessing over you uh, that in this new year, grace will appear to you in the name of Jesus. Favor will follow you. Goodness and mercy shall be your portion. God will order your steps. Your decisions will be accurate in the name of Jesus. Uh, every decision you make this year, God will be involved in it and he will order your steps aright in the precious name of Jesus. Everyone making a decision on who to marry, you will not miss your steps. God will bring you to the right persons 
in the name of Jesus. And everyone making a decision, uh, you know, on, on, on business. Uh, I pray that God will order your business decisions in the name of the Lord Jesus. And everyone making a career decision, God will order uh, your steps. He will send you help in your career path. Everyone that's, that, that's praying about relocation, God will guide you by his peace and open the doors of whatever nation or whatever city that you're supposed to be moving to. It will open the doors to you. It will make it, uh, uh, you know, uh, with, uh, come with his favor for you in the name of Jesus. Where other people have struggled, God will help you to overcome all the struggles and obstacles. And the wisdom of God will continue to abound towards you in Jesus' precious name. Um, have a fantastic afternoon or evening, whatever time it is where you are. And please don't forget, uh, follow me on Instagram if you're not. Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You'll get a lot of content there. In fact, loads of videos are there for you to watch at your own private time on demand. You can binge watch a lot of my materials on YouTube if you follow the YouTube channel. Have a blessed evening. Have a blessed afternoon. Have a blessed day, everyone. And uh, I look forward to being with you again very, very soon. God bless you. God bless you. Bye for now. Bye for now, everyone. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for coming out with me tonight. God bless you. God bless you. Grace, grace upon grace. Uh, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.